0: You're listening to season six of Fried, the burnout podcast with your host, Kate Donovan. Fried exists to hashtag end burnout culture, to help listeners release any shame, blame, guilt, or judgment that you have about burning out, and to create spontaneous moments of healing through recognition of shared humanity with other people who have experienced burnout and lived to tell the tale. FRIED and its associated Facebook group are free resources provided for you from our hearts. Our paid work includes keynote speaking and one-on-one coaching. You can find information about that at kate.dunnevan.com. And now, here is this week's Healing Hacked episode. This episode of FRIED is sponsored by our partners at AI. Do you wish that there was like a bot that told you what healthy habits you needed the same way ads pop into your Facebook feed before you even know that you want to buy something? Kewley does just that. Using a combo of your input plus some magical AI tech, Kewley tracks your energy, your calendar, your habits, and uses those to send you Calendar, Slack, Microsoft Teams, or Google Chrome reminders about drinking water, taking walks, stretching at your desk, and much, much more. CUli can be used by individuals or by teams to watch for burnout red flags, look for energy patterns, and build healthy habits. Fried listeners can get CULY's pro plan, and I've seen the back end, it's worth it, for the price of one fancy coffee a month. A worthy investment in your long-term health. Just head to Cule.ai forward slash fried to get this awesome offer. Hello Fried fam. This question came up in the Facebook group recently, and I thought it required addressing in a longer format. I usually try to keep hashtag straight from Kate episodes a little bit shorter. This one might take a minute. And I also figured that the beginning of 2023 was a good time to have this episode. I want you to be able to take this year, use it for practicing asking for help, And do it so often that by the time we get to 2024, asking for help is so natural to you that you forgot that you ever really sucked at it. I am going to be doing this with you because while I have made grand progress over the years in asking for help, it is not perfect and I could do better. My biggest jump to make this year is in the actually accepting the help that I'm asking for. So I've gotten better at asking, but then when it comes to it, I don't always take in what I'm asking for. I know that you know why asking for help is important. It's not a secret to anybody. But there are two really big reasons that might not be super obvious that I want to bring up before we jump in. And the first reason is that asking for help actually increases your resilience. Asking for help is the only behavior that's even known to increase your resilience. By way of increasing your access to resources. So when you ask someone else for help, for ideas, for assistance, you are increasing the energetic capability that you have because somebody else is doing something with you. You're increasing your strength because you have the muscles of a whole another body. You're increasing your brain power because you have access to someone else. You also have access now to in addition to the things they know, the people they know, the places they know, their life experiences, etc. cetera. So asking for help vastly expands your access to resources, which makes you more resilient. This is really, really, really important. And there is this really strange belief inside so many of us that says that we should be able to do everything on our own. But that's just too wild to even be true. I can't even eat if the people who stock the shelves at Whole Foods don't go to work. (laughs) I wouldn't have groceries. I don't grow carrots. I eat carrots every week. So I need someone to grow carrots. I need someone to harvest them. I need someone to ship them. I need someone to stock the shelves. And I need someone or a machine or somebody that builds a machine to allow me to buy them when I leave the store, right? I think we get caught in a spiral of, I built this all by myself, and somehow we think that we deserve more praise and we are allowed more pride if we do things alone, but we don't ever really do things alone. I want you to think about Fried, for instance. Fried is almost at 200 episodes, has been played in almost 90 countries, has Almost 20,000 downloads and sometimes over 20,000 downloads every single month. Spotify says it's in the top 5% of podcasts shared globally. And Listen Notes gives it the top 1.5% of podcasts of all time. These are incredibly big, massive, mind blowing stats. I created Fried, it originated from me, but Fried's success doesn't happen without guests who I have had to ask to share their stories with vulnerability. Fried success doesn't happen without you, who I ask to trust me with your time and your energy. Fried success doesn't happen without you subscribing, reviewing, and sharing with your friends. That Spotify stat doesn't happen because I share fried. It happens because you share fried, right? It doesn't happen None of this happens without a whole team of people at Hivecast. Shout out to my Hivecast team who week after week edits, adds intros, outros, advertisements, writes show notes, posts social content, makes that social content to post, and all of those things. Fried success doesn't happen without advertisers who allow me to make investments so that we can continuously improve and grow. Fried success doesn't happen if I sit in a room by myself and record episodes that no one gets to hear. I have to ask for a lot to make fried happen. All of those resources are unavailable to me as a single person, if only because I simply don't have the time, energy, or ability, really, to do all of those things as one person, and still, you know, sleep sometimes, or breathe, or do anything else. (laughs) The second reason that asking for help is important, something that you might not think about, Is because it widens your perspective and allows you to invite in creative solutions to your problems before anyone can even answer your ask. When you're burnt out, different perspectives and possibilities can be really hard to see. And simply asking for help increases your ability to see possibility as well as opens the door for other people to present options that you might not have thought of yet. I was just at a mastermind recently, and I got presented with this idea for their podcast. I've been doing this for almost four years. This never crossed my mind. I didn't know it existed. And I don't know if it'll happen, but the fact that it was something that was so far out of left field for me meant that it allowed my brain to then think of other interesting things that I hadn't considered before. I want you to remember a time that you've ever been really stuck on a problem and you went all in on trying to fix it yourself. You spent way too much time on it. And then finally you're like, ah, screw it. I'm going to send an email to IT or to any, whatever it is, so that I have get a solution to this problem. You send the email and then you go back to the problem. And before the person even writes back to you, you've now figured it out, Right. Has this ever happened to you? I know it's happened to me. When I went back to school, there was a few times that I was really stuck on a statistics equation or something wasn't working in my homework. I couldn't figure out how to get access to a resource. And I would finally, after really struggling, take the time and write to the professor and say, I'm really confused. I don't know how to do this. I can't figure it out. And then I would go back to it and say, oh, I just have to click this button. (laughs) Sometimes we just need to ask. Right. I would love to see a research study on how curiosity and reaching out for help activates our brain in ways that allows us to access information that we already know, but somehow aren't accessing right away. There is some research linking curiosity to the learning portion of the reward system of the brain and the hippocampus where our long-term memory lives. But curiosity is a little bit hard to define, and we don't have a lot of clear answers on how how the neuroscience behind it works just yet. I really dug into it. I went down a rabbit hole for this episode and I did not find the things that I wanted to find, but I hope that they're coming because I've had this experience so many times and know that so many other people have. So I know that there's got to be something that happens in our brains when we ask people for, for their help and for their ideas. Now, we're finally getting to the part where We're going to dive into how to actually ask for help. The first step is so annoying. (laughs) The first step is you have to know what you need. And I know that this is not the easiest task. And if you are neurodivergent in any way, this task might be even harder. But if you've been around here for a while, you know that my favorite way to figure out where you need help and support and boundaries is to look toward the anger group of emotions, specifically resentment, but including anger, irritation, frustration, annoyance. The anger group is where we find so much great information. The Resentment Journal mini course that I'll link to in the show notes is a really good place to do this so that you can look at resentment in an objective way without fear of having The anger emotions take over your life. The Resentment Journal really allows you to admit to resentment and look at it from an outsider's standpoint so that you don't get overly actually emotionally involved in it. So when you start with the things that are bothering you, you start with the things that are irritating you, frustrating you, you'll find out where you're struggling. And from there, you find out what things might make that struggle or that difficulty a little bit easier. And the thing that would make it easier is your ask, right? So if you're frustrated about something, feeling resentful about something, angry about something, try to figure out if there's a fix. And if within that fix, fix, there is someone that can help you get there. That's the ask. That's where the ask belongs. That's where it lives. If you have gotten to the frustrations and the irritations and you're not sure what would make it easier, you have a couple of options the first one is you ask a friend to help you sort through it this is also asking for help but it's asking you for it's asking for help about how to get help almost so it becomes a little bit easier for us because we're it seems easier for people to ask for ideas and and talking through things than it does to ask people for like physical help often i don't know why this is but it seems this seems to be a pattern that i see so this is also asking for help but you ask somebody to help you sort through it and say listen i have i'm facing this problem i'm not really sure how to solve it do you have any ideas fried fam how often have you heard me tell you to update your mugs or the blanket on your couch I am so thrilled right now to tell you that I am now partnering with Bearaby. that's B-E-A-R-A-B-Y, to bring you the most comfortable and most comforting blankets on the market. Bearaby offers a variety of weighted blankets, including the tree napper, which is a cooling option for those who get too hot, the velvet napper, which is made of ocean-bound plastic bottles, plus... They make the Hug it, a sensory knot pillow that will help you find calm, reduce anxiety, and bring your nervous system into a more regulated state. If I were you, I'd get one yesterday. You can find them on Instagram at mybaraby or online at barabee.com. That's B-E-A-R-A-B-Y.com, and that will be in the show notes. Sometimes when they have an idea, this can turn into a, hey, that's a really great idea. Is that something that you could help me with? And then you end up getting the support as well. And if you can't help me with this, do you know somebody else who can? Right. So sometimes asking somebody to help you sort through something will lead to another ask and get you more help. The next option that you have, if you're unsure what would make your struggle or difficulty easier to get through, is to crowdsource it. The Fried Facebook group is a really great place to do this. You pose your problem, you read through 10 or 12 responses, and you see what fits. Now, I have seen happen, not too much in the Fried group, I've seen this happen in other groups where somebody will put a request out and say, I need help figuring this out, and they will get a lot of responses some of them repetitious, some of them not, and they will have an excuse for why every single thing that people are saying won't work. Raising hand emoji, I do this so that there's no judgment from me about this because I'm really terrible at asking for help and then being like, yeah, that's actually a great idea. I hadn't thought of that. It's really, really hard for me. So I tend to poke holes in people's help right away. And this is something that, like I said, I'll be working on this a lot for 2023, so I hope you'll join me in making 2023 the asking for help and, and receiving it year. So I want to sort of challenge you right away that if you find yourself crowdsourcing for an opinion and nothing fits, I might want you to dig a little deeper to find out if you're like completely help resistant. And if you are, it might be time for a coach or a therapist, right? Because we need to find a way to actually get the help in. If you're not going to let any of it in, then asking for it is useless and we need each other. So I want you to be able to ask for it and get it in. The last thing that you can do if you're unsure what would make things easier for you, if you're unsure what to ask for, you're, you really don't know where to look, you've found some frustrations, but you have no ideas, is get a coach or a therapist. Oftentimes, people that have a hard time asking for help have an easier time when that help is paid for. I know that this was really true for me, especially in the beginning. This is an absolutely acceptable way to learn to ask for help and something I avoided for a really long time. I always thought that I should be fi- able to figure things out without paying somebody if I can do it cheaper, if I can do it for free, if I can figure it out on my own time and energy, then yay. But what I've found over time is that I shorten the amount of time I spend on problems and actually end up saving myself money, time and energy long term when I invest in solutions from other people. Um this is this is a a hard thing for me to admit to sometimes, even though this is something that I offer people, right? Like I do this, but it is a hard thing for me to admit to that I really do need an outside ear and I prefer to pay for it because I know that the exchange is even, right? I don't, I have a a group of people that we share with each other. Um, We have a mini mastermind that happens. And outside of that, I always pay for my support because I want to be able to ask all the questions I want to ask without feeling like I'm overdoing it. So I pay and then I ask whatever I want because we are in a container where that's the way this works. So if you need to pay someone, then find a way to do that, even if it ends up being better help and you're paying 35 bucks a month to get some assistance. That's fine. I I don't mean it doesn't it doesn't have to be expensive. Um, But it also could be if you're nervous about asking someone to help you sort through it, um that that's just a friend offer a coffee say hey could i go pick up some coffees and come by your house and and ask you a few questions that way you're there's already an exchange happening that might make you feel a little safer a little more comfortable all right next if you know what would make something easier after digging through your irritations and your frustrations and your resentments and You know what would make it easier because you figured it out yourself or because you asked someone or you crowdsourced or you talked to a coach or therapist. You've got your answer. You know what you need to ask for and you just can't do it. What do you do then? I want you to, in those moments, take the ask that you've created and put it aside for a moment because what might be happening is that ask makes you feel unsafe because you feel like it's too big. It doesn't matter how the other person will feel about it. It might be a really simple ask according to other people, but for you, it might be a little bit too big of a step to take. So what I want you to do is look around in your life and find ways that you can ask for things from the person you're eventually going to ask and other people in smaller ways. So a lot of times there are these huge emotional walls in between Knowing that you need help, saying that you need help out loud, asking for what you specifically need, and then at the end, accepting the help. I want to say something also about saying what you need out loud and asking for what you need specifically. Those are two very different things. Saying what you need or saying what's on your mind out loud, but not making a request is not an ask. It's a hint, and I don't recommend it. Hints are annoying. Hinting is like, oh, don't you guys think it's a little chilly in here? Instead of saying, do you have a sweatshirt I could borrow? Or can we turn the heat up? Hinting and asking is not the same. Hinting is not asking for help. It's not a good idea. We, we could do a whole episode on hinting. It frustrates me to no end. Um, so no hinting. If you have these big emotional walls, we're back to this idea that you might require therapy to help you work through your ability to ask for things. But if you don't already have a therapist for support and you're struggling with this, the thing that I want you to do is try practicing small asks to gain comfort with the act of asking. We have spoken at length about the fact that burnout recovery requires feelings of safety and asking can feel unsafe. So it is imperative that you ask with training wheels on before you hop on your bike and ride through the streets without a helmet. Making small everyday asks will help your brain adjust over time and will allow you on both practical and emotional levels to gather evidence that asking for help isn't the worst thing that ever happened to you, is is not so scary, is not so dangerous. Confession sessions. I asked my husband to make coffee the way that I like it, i.e., too much cream and too much sugar, for the first time after we were married for nine years. I just said nine. For nine years, I always thanked him for making our little mocha pot. We use the Italian little mocha pot to make coffee. And then I would proceed to wander into the kitchen to make it the way I like it. I told myself it was because I wanted it the way I wanted it and I was going to do it the way I wanted it. And you know, like independence or whatever. It's so weird. It's just coffee. But the truth was, I was a little bit embarrassed that I used more cream and sugar than he did. And I didn't really want him to know, even though he knew anyway. So I didn't want to like, quote unquote, bother him with making my coffee different than he made his coffee and then worry about his disapproval on top of it, which he didn't have. Nine years into our marriage, during my burnout recovery, I started practicing small asks. And one day he said, hey, just made some coffee. Do you want some? And I said, nearly shaking inside, yes, please, with more cream and sugar than you think is reasonable. (laughs) And he laughed and he made my coffee and he brought it to me and it was delicious. (laughs) And now he knows how to make my coffee. So this was, you know, six years ago now, seven years ago now. But I want you to think about really small ways that you can ask people to give you things, to support you, to get you things that you need. Small asks can be glasses of water, holding the door, going into a different room to get you a book or phone or keys or whatever it is you need. In an office environment, it might be a coffee. Hey, do you want to take a walk break with me and do a lap around the building? I'm not sure how to say this thing in an email. Do you have an opinion? Practice asking for really small things until you gather enough evidence that it's safe, and then you can up the ante a little bit. And I want you to consider also that small asks are important for both sides of all of your relationships. You need to get comfortable asking for things, and people around you who are really accustomed to you never needing anything and never asking for anything will also need to get comfortable with you asking for things, right? You've been an island for a really long time, never needing anything from anyone, never asking for anything from anyone. Gabor Mate, in his new book, The Myth of Normal, calls this super autonomous self-sufficiency, which... Is hysterical because it shortens to sass. That's the first thing I thought of in my brain. When he said it out loud, I was listening to the audible version of the book and I was on the highway. And I literally pulled off the highway into a rest area so that I could rewind it and listen to those words. Again, super autonomous self sufficiency. Guess what it's most related to? Shocker. Previous trauma and future health problems, especially heart conditions. Learning to ask for help by starting small isn't just about your burnout. It's about your humanness. It's about interconnectedness. It's about not buying into and adding to individualistic burnout culture. It's about squashing this idea that alone equals better. And it's about finding ways to protect your long-term health starting today. So if you want to practice asking for help with me this year, I want you to head into the Facebook group if you're in there or join us if you're not and use the hashtag asking for help. (laughs) Make an ask. See what people say. Maybe just say that you're pledging to be part of this. We all have places where we can grow in this. I have places, you have places, we all have places. So why don't we support each other this year and make 2023 the last year during our lives that we suck at asking for help. All right, are you ready? Are you in? Let's do it together. Until next time.